Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. That's right. It's our birthday. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Senior Care Live, Kansas City's only talk radio program dedicated to helping you be the very best caregiver that you can be. And if you're caring for your mom, your dad, your grandparents, your spouse, or any elderly loved one, you have definitely tuned in to the right program today. I'm Steve Keeker, president of Senior Care Consulting, and I want to thank you for joining me here today. I really, really appreciate that. Thanks so much. And on this program, I provide the straight talk to help you make critical life decisions with confidence. And again, this is all about taking care of our aging parents and other elderly loved ones. If you have a question about this program or how we can help you with your family, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by. Now, I had a couple of folks say that they uh, they were put on hold. There's some very there's some beautiful music playing uh, before the operators answered. And yes, that could happen sometimes. We get a lot of calls on this program, so just just hang tight. They'll answer the pro, uh, answer the calls as quickly as possible. And again, that number is one eight hundred. Three three one six four four five. And if you're new to the program, you just want to check it out a little bit. That's great. Go to the website, Senior Care Live, L I V E, SeniorCareLive.com. And if you visit the website, uh, be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and let's get all connected up socially. How about that? And let me know your thoughts about the the website. It's been completely overhauled. It's Google friendly, mobile friendly, search friendly. It is friendly social friendly how about that if you want to learn more about my firm senior care consulting you can check that out at you guessed it senior care consulting ing senior care consulting.com and my firm offers a highly specialized very personal service where we can help you find the right senior care community for your aging parents or other elderly loved ones for example if living at home is no longer an option and you need to move to a care community, for example, assisted living facility, maybe a nursing home or Alzheimer's dementia care, independent living, etc. We help you through that process like no other. And I'll talk a lot more about that in future episodes. And if your business is interested in becoming a partner sponsor of Senior Care Live, we're expanding right now. We're adding uh, one or possibly two partner sponsors this month. We're looking to add more in the near future. If you want to talk about that, if you're a fit for us and we're a fit for you, again, the toll-free number 800-331-6445 or visit the website SeniorCareLive.com. And again, 
Happy birthday. I'm not going to sing to you, although I can sing. I can sing a little bit, but uh, uh, happy birthday to Senior Care Live. Let me tell you, today is the second birthday. We are two years old heading into our third year of programming. I'm so proud of this accomplishment. I've just been told by many, many people that Senior Care Live is just a unique radio program and that there's nothing like this in the entire country. I've been told this by industry executives uh, who are not blown smoke so uh, let me tell you there are big big plans for this program and I'll just leave that at that a little back a little bit of a background about how it all got started uh, I am an entrepreneur I think out of the box and I pretty much live outside of the box as well I'm constantly thinking of ways to improve if I see a need I think of ways to meet that need or solve the problem or the issue and I'm pretty sure that I drive my wife crazy sometimes. So, uh, Susan, thank you so much for putting up with me. And I love you, honey. How about that? <laughs> but uh, I've known for many years that there's a tremendous need for information regarding senior care. It's just it's just incredibly obvious. And you've heard all the numbers. So, for example, 10,000 people per day retiring nationally. Right here in our Kansas City area, there are over 400 care facilities to choose from, over 250 home care companies to choose from, about 300,000 individual people, family and friend caregivers, providing care for about 400,000 aging loved ones. I mean, you could go on and on. I could bore you and drive you crazy with all these numbers, but I won't do that today, but you get the idea. Some people are saying, well, Steve, I'll just Google it. And I'll learn all that I need to know. And if you think this, then let me let you know what you're going to find. Just Google Home Care Kansas City and you'll find 50,800,000 results. Good luck with that. Nursing Home Kansas City returned 17,300,000 results. Elder Law, Kansas City, 651,000 results. That's, oh, that's doable, 651,000. Compared to the 50 million up here at Home Care, estate planning, Kansas City, returned 4.25 million results. Long-term care insurance, only 2 million results, 2,090,000 to be exact. Now let's get more specific. How about caregiver resources, Kansas City? That one only returned 788,000 uh, results. So it's, it's, this is obviously, here's my point, obviously. It's just, it's just overwhelming. It is unbelievable. Each county in our area has an area agency on aging, but they generally do not cross county lines. There are exceptions to that, but generally they're there to support their county. There are a number of websites that rate care providers using different criteria. So what do you do with that? There are no objective ratings available online for home care providers or assisted living facilities. And I mean measurable objective. There are many organizations that offer information, but many times they don't work or share with each other. And this creates information silos. It's a big issue. And this is very common. You'll hear something that you believe to be true and then learn something completely different, totally different completely contradicting what you thought was true. And this makes everything much, much worse and even more frustrating. 
And just people don't really know where to get helpful information. There's either too much information, there's not enough information, or we have conflicting information. And frankly, I thought a lot about this program. I did a lot of praying about the program. I just felt it was time to address the situation. And I had a vision, and and I'm just letting you know how we got here today. I had a vision to create a comprehensive resource providing a broad range of information, education, and resources that caregivers of the elderly can absolutely depend on. A place to get accurate, reliable information that can really and truly help you. And I believe Senior Care Live is that very resource. And again, I am so very proud of this program. So I decided to break this down into core categories because as you can imagine a broad range of, uh, of of potential issues that need to be addressed so how do you eat an elephant right as they say one bite at a time so let's start to break this down so core categories include how to remain independent at home everyone wants to stay home uh, absolutely so how do you do that when do you consider moving to a senior care community if you need one How do you choose a senior care community? It's overwhelming. How do you pay for the high cost of senior care? It is all pretty incredibly expensive. What about elder law concerns and issues? Legal ramifications are interwoven in in all of these issues. It's, it's It's a major issue. And then there's you, the caregiver. How do you take care of yourself while also providing care and loving support for this person that you're caring for, your mom, your dad, your spouse, uh, your grandparents like I did? So that's a whole lot of core, core categories. And then let's go ahead and break it down into some of the subcategories. And the first one's a big one, how to remain independent at home. So what home-based services are available to help you? Home care providers, what do they do? What do they cost? How do they operate? Hospice providers, what is offered? When do you qualify? And I'll break all of this down with my guest here in just a little bit. Home health care providers, how do you qualify and what is provided under your Medicare benefit? What about remodeling your home to safely age in place? This is a huge opportunity to make minor or major changes in your home and stay home and not have to move anywhere. I'd call our friends Mr. Remodeler for that one. That's who I would call. Uh, What about a walk-in bathtub? What if you're interested in something like that? Purchasing a walk-in bathtub may make the difference between staying at home or having to move. I'd call our friends over at uh, BathingSafety.com for more information. You'll learn a whole lot more about uh, uh, BathingSafety.com in future episodes. And if you need to move or sell your home, should you contact any realtor? Or should you work with a certified senior housing professional with years and years of experience and a wealth of training and resources? Kind of a no-brainer to me. I would definitely call the Gamble team. And they can help you with that. So in the next segment, I'll break down some of the rest of the core categories. Again, when to consider moving, how do you choose a senior care community, how to pay for the high cost of care, elder law concerns and issues, how to care for the caregiver. And then I'm going to also let you know about a new core category that I'll be adding 
here in this upcoming third year of Senior Care Live. I can't believe it. Today is our birthday, Senior Care Live, celebrating our two-year anniversary and our birthday. How about that? Don't go away. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to a special episode of Senior Care Live today, our two-year anniversary and our birthday. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. And for more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by to take your call. So call now, 1-800-331-6445. If you don't have a radio or you, you're listening in your car and you're going inside of your home, you don't have a radio, you have someone who lives out of town, out of state, out of the country, and they should hear this program, no worries. You can stream this program to any electronic device by going to Senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com, and just click on the Listen Live button. It's in the upper left-hand corner. You can't miss it. It is really that simple. And if you miss an episode, you can check out our podcast of each program at SeniorCareLive.com. And again, this is a special episode of Senior Care Live. Our second birthday, we're not eating. You know, we should have had a birthday cake today. I, I'm, we need to, uh, we're, maybe we'll have to do a belated birthday cake uh, consumption. But anyway, second year anniversary, second birthday of Senior Care Live. I'm so excited about this. And let me continue from the first segment. I'm going to break down the core categories of what this program is all about. The first one is how to remain independent at home. The second one, how to uh, when to consider moving to a senior care community, uh, you know, when it's no longer safe to live at home, when the health of the caregivers begins to decline, um, when the cost of home care is just not affordable anymore, it may be a financially driven decision, then if you can't keep up with the demands of providing the care yourself, choose a great facility and then transition from being the caregiver to the care manager. Again, I'll touch on all of this a whole lot more in depth in future episodes. And then how do you choose a senior care community? And I'll break that down uh, again in a future episode. Uh, it, it's uh, There's a whole lot to it. It's not just like going out and finding an apartment or uh, choosing a hotel like when you go on vacation. You're trusting total strangers to provide the most intimate of care for your mom, your dad, your grandparents, your spouse. You need to know a whole lot more than what is on the surface. And I'll leave it at that. We'll talk about more of that in the future. And then there's the core category, how to pay for the high cost of care. So we throw around all these terms, and again, we'll define them, uh, and, and we've done this for two years. We'll continue to do this. But what does it mean when you hear the term private pay? Uh, what about Medicare? What does Medicare cost? And let me tell you, there's a myth that, oh, Medicare will take care of everything. And guess what? Medicare will not take care of everything. 
They take care of certain things, but not everything. And then what about Medicaid? The terms Medicare and Medicaid are many times kind of used interchangeably, and you cannot do that. They're very different things. What about long-term care insurance? Is it a good idea to buy that, and how much uh, do I need, and what type of policy is best for me? And then VA aid and attendance benefits. Many, many veterans who could be bringing in a lot of additional money per month to help pay for the high cost of care can qualify, but they're just unaware of this benefit. So I'll break that down. Uh, private insurance, what does that pay for? What does that mean? And then elder law concerns and issues. I'm not an attorney, but many times I'll have uh, uh, top qualified attorneys on this program to help us out with that. Asset protection strategies, trusts, who needs one, and which type of a trust is most beneficial for you in your situation. How to avoid probate, that's kind of a big one, and if you can avoid probate, uh, everyone wants to do that if they know how to do it. Power of attorney documents for finance and for health care. What type of a power of attorney document? So if you have a one-page, simple power of attorney document, I grant you, this person, power to do anything and everything you want. Well, guess what? That power of attorney document has almost no power at all. You need a much more detailed power of attorney document if you want to get this right. We talk about that. Advanced directives. What is that? Do I need it? Is it important? We talk about these things on this program. And then how to care for the caregiver. When to reach out for help. And how to get a much needed break from the stress of providing care. How to avoid energy depleting behaviors and situations. And much more. We talk about that. And then the new category for the upcoming year, and oh boy, I I feel like I might be opening a little bit of a can of worms here, but I'm not. That category will be called the politics of senior care. And I will not get political, period. Not going to do it. If you're on one side of the fence or the other, you will alienate half of your listening audience, and I'm not that stupid. I will not do that. Excuse me. But... This is not a political program, but it's very, very important that I think we all know about congressional efforts in our area and how new laws or changes in current laws will impact us in our ability to care for our elderly loved ones. So I'll be talking a whole lot more. And again, if I have someone in the studio and they start to get political and vote for me, we're not going to have that. We This will be. This will fit our mission of information, education, and resources for those caring for an elderly loved one. And I I promise you, that's what we're going to do. So our new core category, the politics of senior care, and I hope you enjoy that. I'm really excited about adding that part to our core categories. Again, it's a special episode of Senior Care Live today as we're celebrating our birthday. We are two years old today and throwing a heck of a party. And Judy, my special guest, Judy Wechter, registered nurse and community educator with Crossroads Hospice. Judy, did you bring the champagne? I forgot the yes, champagne. got a whole case of it You've here. got it. Okay. All <laughs> we're right, ready. All right. We're good, but not not while we're on air, after yeah. air, and not no driving or anything like that. But, right. uh, and I did forget the birthday cake, but uh, we'll have cake later or something. That's so. right. <laughs> but anyway, Judy, thanks for being here uh, today on our two-year, uh, uh, second-year birthday. 
Yeah, it's gone very fast. I can't believe it's already been two years. Yeah, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Goodness. So it's already July of 2015, and this started the first uh, weekend in uh, July of 2013. So it has uh, just been flying, but I, I think it's been a, a great run. And we've had a lot of celebrations recently. So moving to the to uh, uh, Talk 980 AM, yes. that, was a, that was a huge move. Saturday mornings at 11, a prime time for a program like this, uh, reaching a, a lot of listeners. Listeners, a lot of good people in our community. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then we uh, recently celebrated our uh, 100th episode. Uh, oh, just a few weeks ago. And now today, our all we do is party around here. That's so- right. That's all it is. <laughs> it's all healthcare is one big party. All right. So, Judy, when we talked about this program and you said, uh, how about, and so you did your homework. Yes, I did. And, and tell us what you found out and then what we're going to cover in the next couple of segments here. Well, I took some time to go back and, and look at the feedback that I had received from some of the shows that we had done in the past. And I came up with a a top 10 list. These are questions and reflections, comments that came from listeners and those in the community about either things that they learned from the show or things that by listening into the show, they realized they were ill-informed about. Mm -hmm. So I, I kind of put them together as a simple top 10 list of things that we could look at today. And I assume that if these are questions or misconceptions with the ones who bothered to reach out and contact, they are probably misconceptions and questions for many of those that are in the listening audience. Guaranteed. And, and the first one, and we'll talk about this because we're just about at the end of a segment. Uh, but in the next segment, we'll talk about, so the first one is, what is hospice? It's a, it's a terribly misunderstood term and, uh, and it has a little bit of a connotation, but we're going to yes. unpack that as well as, uh, as the other, uh, the other, basically the top 10 questions, uh, from listeners. So for our listeners, stay tuned, uh, hang with us here through the, uh, uh, through the commercial breaks and we'll come out on the other side uh, with Judy Wechter, registered nurse and community educator with Crossroads Hospice. We'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. And for more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by to take your call. So call now, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you don't have a radio or you want someone else to hear this, and they may not have a radio or they may live out of state and they're not within the broadcasting range, etc., you can Stream this program to any electronic device by going to SeniorCareLive.com and just click on the Listen Live button. It'll go straight to your phone, tablet, computer, etc. It's really that simple. And if you miss an episode and you want to have someone check that out, just go to SeniorCareLive.com to the podcast page and you can listen to all of the various episodes there. This is a special episode of Senior Care Live as we're celebrating the second birthday of the program and uh, there's no one I'd rather celebrate more than 
Washington with my friend Judy Wechter, registered nurse and community educator with Crossroads Hospice. And Judy, let's go through that top 10 list that we talked about in the last segment. I'd love to. One of the comments that comes up most often uh, refers to the basics of, you know, what is hospice? Um, we didn't understand what it was. We don't think it's something that we're going to want. And turns out it was the, the thing that we needed. And part of that stems from the changes in healthcare. We've created a lot of chronic diseases and illnesses. People will live for a long time with heart, lung disease, cancer, Alzheimer's, and the decline the natural progression of that disease is a slow process. So we don't have a, a sudden end-of-life episode. We typically decline over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And the hospice benefit is set up to care for people that are in that final phase of life based on not just the physical decline, but the functional decline in their ability to perform their own self-care. So it may actually be the difference between someone getting the care they need to be able to live longer and to live well. The focus is on symptom management and symptom control, quality of life, tying up loose ends, and it combines not just the physical aspects, but the emotional and spiritual needs that come up with the end of life, regardless of whether that goes on for two or three months, or in some cases it may actually go on for two to three years. Because, again, we are living with life-limiting diseases that are not... Um, they're not exact. What When I look at someone and I look at their functional ability and their physical situation, I'm looking at whether or not I would be surprised if this person were to die in the next six months, and that's a rolling six months. Mm-hmm. When I evaluate them today or whether I evaluate them 30 days from now, I'm always looking six months ahead. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people wait uh, pretty late in that decline to contact sure. hospice. And let me say to our listeners, don't make that mistake. Uh, this right. is a benefit. Uh, most people uh, using the benefit will, will be covered by Medicare. Uh, mm-hmm. So you don't have the out-of-pocket uh, charges for that. And why wouldn't you contact Crossroads Hospice uh, or another hospice if you prefer? Uh, I would call Crossroads. But why wouldn't you contact them and just have extra help? It just makes sense. And when my dad was in decline uh, from with cancer, this is back a long time ago in 97, and, uh, and we contacted a hospice provider, uh, and they, my parents lived out of town, but it, it was, they were a godsend. They were absolutely fantastic, and we were so glad that we called them for, for extra help. Well, and you frequently can get more help, more care by going with hospice than you can by putting it off and waiting. It's not that you can't call us when someone is actively dying or in the last few days or few weeks of life, but we're looking at someone living with a life-limiting illness or condition that is going into that final phase of life that can go on for quite some time. And unlike home health care, the person does not have to be homebound. They do not need to show improvement. In fact, We understand that there's going to be decline in functional status as that disease progressions. And that's also helpful for the family members to help normalize where we're at. For most of our life, we spend all of our time in the healthcare system looking to repair or restore a medical problem or a condition. With end-of-life care, we're accepting that someone is winding down, that they are at the end of their life, and that the disease and the symptoms are going to progress and that they're going to need additional care. We're taking care of living people. Um, Hospice isn't a diagnosis. You can't die from hospice, actually. But 
we're looking at people with a, a limited life expectancy and we are not doing anything to hasten the end of life or um, shorten life. We are doing everything we can to manage symptoms, promote quality of life, and to help that family, not just the patient, but that entire family unit of family and friend caregivers through that final phase of life. In fact, we're the only area of health care where we're mandated to care for the family unit. See, and that's huge because, I mean, w- my mom and I, my brothers, I mean, we received a lot of support as well mm-hmm. as my dad. And and again, I just can't tell you how valuable that was. I, I cannot speak highly enough about the service. Uh, Judy, let's move on to number two. So why would my mom need hospice in a skilled nursing facility? I didn't think she could have any extra care while living in the nursing home. Hospice is a Medicare benefit, and as you mentioned earlier, there's a lot of conflicting beliefs about Medicare and Medicaid. Simply put, Medicare is care of the elderly. Medicaid is aid for the needy. Anyone who is in long-term care is a resident in that facility, and they're called a resident because that's their place of residence. That's where they live. That's their home. Regardless of whether they have been there for a short time or been there for several years, when someone enters a um, end-of-life episode, end-of-life phase, they still are eligible for all of their Medicare benefits. We wouldn't want to deny them their Medicare benefits and additional care at the end of life just because they're in long-term care. So we are added value. We come in and coordinate with the long-term care facility so that we have an integrated plan of care to assure that the additional needs of that individual are met, whether it's emotional, spiritual, or physical. For instance, in many nursing homes, the standard of care is um, bathing twice a week. If this is a person who has advanced dementia and they have reached that phase where there is incontinence of bowel and bladder and immobility, that person needs additional hygiene and care to prevent complications like urinary tract infections, skin breakdown, wounds, those type of things. Hospice is the area of care that specializes in that phase of life. So we would be added value to what the nursing home is already providing. And again, most folks receiving the hospice benefit have Medicare, and this is covered fully under your Medicare benefit. So this is really a no-brainer. Right. I, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't reach out to Crossroads Hospice and get Crossroads involved. And if we have, uh, if we've really, uh, touched a nerve with some of our, our listeners and you're like, wow, that really, really makes sense. Uh, Judy, what's the best way to reach Crossroads Hospice? The toll free number is 1-866-640-9200. And they can go to the website www.crossroadshospice.com and do a live chat and ask questions and information. And then that will also be routed to the appropriate area of the country or city that you're in for a, a hospice, Crossroads Hospice that's in your area. And you have services available on Kansas side as well as the Missouri side. Yes, we do. North, mm-hmm. south, east, and west. And I know you're also in some other cities, but yes, obviously we we're broadcasting here in the Kansas City and extended metro area. So We are, and we cover quite a bit of territory in this area. Um, on the Missouri side, we're going to be north um, at least as far as St. Joe, south as far as at least uh, Butler, Missouri, east to Columbia. And at that point, our, our St. Louis office picks up and, and continues on east. And then on the west side, um, on out to uh, Lawrence, Kansas. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. 
home of the mighty Jayhawks. That's what I've heard. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What I've heard. How about that? So, okay. All right. So great coverage area Mm -hmm. on both sides of the state line. And also, let me just throw out the local number. Uh, uh, This is the number that we use uh, to register for some of our free educational events that we Mm -hmm. co-sponsor. Yes. But that's an 816 number. So 816-333-9200 if you want to reach out with the local number. And then again, if you need the Kansas office or a different office, they'll route you from there as well. So. That's great. And so, Judy, number three, how do I know when it's time for hospice and then who decides that? Whenever you're in a situation where you have a feeling that this may be dad's last Christmas or this may be the last Mother's Day, you're already in that window. When you're making plans for the family to all to get together for this year's holiday because you don't think that family member will be here the next year, you're looking at a life-limited time frame. We are, based on the Medicare guidelines, looking at any individual who, if their disease process was allowed to follow its normal progression, they would probably expire, they would die within the next six months. That doesn't mean that they will. It just means that it's highly probable. So if you would not be surprised that this person was gone within the next six months, then you are probably in that window of opportunity. And you, as the family member, as the individual with the life-limiting disease or the physician, all have the opportunity to reach out to a hospice, ask them to come out and evaluate yourself or the individual and see where are you at because the criteria does vary based on the disease. So, for example, with someone with renal or heart disease, I can look at some very clinical factors, some lab results, some test results, and see where that person is physically. However, if I'm looking at something like Alzheimer's, I'm looking at much more functional items as in, in addition to their physical decline. Okay. It's, a vague, it's a vague area, but we're looking at some generalizations. Are they having recent um, episodes of frequent falls? Are they having weight loss? Are they having decline in functional ability, change in mental or physical status, frequent infections, urinary tract infections, for example, runs to the emergency room, repeat hospitalizations? Those type of things are indicators regardless of the disease process. Excellent, excellent uh, information, Judy. And on uh, in the next segment, I can't believe we're already going into our last segment, we're going to continue the top 10 questions that we've received through this program. Stay tuned. Don't go away. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to a very special episode of Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. This is the two-year birthday, the second birthday for this program, Senior Care Live, and we're so excited that you're here to spend part of the day with us. For more information about the program and how we can help you and your family, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. 
four five. Back to my special guest, Judy Wechter, with Crossroads Hospice. She's a registered nurse, community educator. She's very knowledgeable. We're talking about some of the most commonly asked questions that have happened uh, mm-hmm. as a result of being on the program yes. and, and for listeners. And if, like you said, if one listener has a question, probably a whole lot of other people have the question. So I'm so glad we're covering this today, Judy. Yes, me too. One of the comments that comes up or questions is about electing or choosing the hospice because um, if you're not aware of it, there's over 50 hospices in the Kansas City area. Good Lord. 50? Over 50. Oh, my. Yes. Okay. I've, I've been saying a little over 40, so I'm 10 off. Yeah, you got to up it a little Holy bit there. Holy cow. Yes. Okay. And the the reality is you get to choose your hospice. Just like you choose your doctor, you choose which hospital you're going to go to for care, you get to choose your hospice. And in a sense, they are not all the same. Although we all fall under the same guidelines and regulations for Medicare for providing hospice, how we do that may be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. For instance, there's a minimum number of times that a nurse has to see the patient, so you would want to ask, how many times on average does your hospice mm-hmm. see the patient on a weekly basis? Um, what's the average length of a visit time? Are your employees employees or are they volunteers? For example, the chaplain role could be fulfilled by utilizing volunteer chaplains in the community. Or do you have your own chaplains as employees? Mm-hmm. What's your attended death rate? It's actually kind of scary when you get into the hospice statistics. Nationally, the attended death rate by individuals who die while on hospice services is only around 25%. Really? 25%? Yes, and that can vary. Yeah. From hospices. For example, with Crossroads, we have some different areas, our unique programs that we do on our own, and we have an attended death rate of over 80%. And that's because it is a, a tenant of our, of our corporation, of our company, that no one die alone and certainly that no one die in pain. So you do want to know what the differences are. For example, we do a gift of the day program. We do, we're part of the We Honor Veterans um, program. So we will not only do additional um, volunteer matching or um, psychosocial needs for veterans, but we will also provide for any of our patients the opportunity to have a gift of a day. What what would be a really great day for you, Steve? What what would you want to do if if you had the opportunity to just have one more really great day? Oh boy, it would probably involve something with uh, music, maybe a performance uh, with uh, some uh, some of the boys in the band. And that is actually some, as soon as you said that, we had a gentleman who had been a drummer for years. He'd started out in the high school band. He'd been in the American Legion band. He drummed in the, in the military. And they brought in high school marching bands to the nursing home he resided in. And he joined the drum line I'll and be played darn. along with them. That's awesome. Um, it is awesome. We've had individuals that have, have gone on the news and done the weather forecast. We've had people that go skydiving. We've had people that just want to go get their hair and their nails done and go shopping. Um, the most humble was a gentleman. He just wanted a Sonic number 2 with tots. It's, it's people, <laughs> he made me cry. He uh, just wanted... Yeah. You know, I, I just give me a, num- a Sonic number 2 with tots and I'm yeah. good. The yeah. People just want to recreate. The an, gift of a day. And frequently, it's just a normal day. It's, yeah. it's recreating a family gathering. Uh, um, we used to eat out at Red Lobster a lot. 
well, maybe they can't go any longer. So we bring Red Lobster to the nursing home and they have dinner with their, their spouse. And see, this this program, this this is so special and it'll bring tears to your eyes when you read some of these things and mm-hmm. see some of the video. And of course, I follow you. And you, to our listeners, you should follow Crossroads Hospice online because they post a lot of this stuff. Yes. It is absolutely fantastic. I saw one where the gentleman, he, he was an ex-pilot, right? Mm-hmm. So he wanted to go up and fly. Yes. Another time. And, and uh-huh. he, you took him up in the, in the plane. Uh, someone wanted a luau, so you brought mm-hmm. Hawaii to them. And, yeah. and it's just awesome. Some of the things that you do is so creative. It's so above and beyond, uh, I think what most providers provide. It's just fantastic what you do. It takes a lot of effort, um, to pull those off, but it, it is just, it's the gift of life. It's, and people who are living with a life limiting illness are living. And for that day, they forget about all this stuff. You get to be normal. They forget normal. about doctors and diagnoses and, 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 and needles and, and all uh-huh. of this stuff, and they get to just be. Just be myself. And it, that is priceless. That's it's priceless. Huge. Yes. Frequently, they involve family members. Um, in some cases, they may just go with their hospice caregiver team. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what the individual's circumstances are. But additional programs like that, things like the veterans programs, the even more care, some of these other things. We do the life journals. Um, I, I could go on and on with some of these um, extra events. But you want to ask. And that, that was one of the questions. How do I select a hospice? Um, we talked about that on one of the shows. There's actually a, a checklist. Um, mm-hmm. People can email me and I'll send it to them or they can go to the website for the National Hospice and Palliative Care Organization. And it gives you kind of a, a checklist of things to look at and ask about when selecting a hospice. And I encourage people, interview more than one. And you touched on a hot button and I'm not going to. I did a little bit of a rant last week about the patient or the patient's representative or family. Ha- you have the choice yes. to choose your provider period and if you're not given that choice you need to move along uh, and put yourself in a position where you can have that choice or you can just say no that's not who i choose because so many times you're directed well this is who we've set you up with without Mm -hmm. even being consulted and it's not right it's not and Many times it happens unknowingly. Um, that touches on a couple of different things. We find now that many of the long-term care facilities are part of healthcare organizations that might have their own rehab, home health, or their um, own hospice. And people don't know when they sign in to live in those long-term care facilities that they have waived their right to elect their own provider. And either they use the one that goes with that facility or they have to move. And we want to encourage people to challenge that because we can always, all providers can do a one-on-one contract mm-hmm. so that an individual gets care from the organization that they want to. And that whole choice goes into the durable power of attorney piece, which we've touched on in our, in our program before too. Yep. The whole piece about having a durable power of attorney for health care. And many people will say, well, you know, mom and dad took care of that years ago. They've got a will and everything's in place. Well, if they took care of it years ago, you better pull it out and, and look <laughs> at it and make sure it's current and updated. Yeah. And I'm talking about a durable power of attorney, a very simple form that can be done for free. It just identifies who you want to have make your health care decisions if you are unable to speak for yourself. I'm not asking that everyone have a medical plan in place for every conceivable medical event that could happen to them, but just 
have someone identified to speak for you, who you would want to speak for you in the event that you weren't able to speak for yourself. So that if we do need someone to make these decisions or to get records from another provider because you're unable to do it at this point in time, that we have the the forms that we need in place to continue to move you through the healthcare system and get the care that you need. That is just so important. Judy Wechter, registered nurse and community educator with Crossroads Hospice. And I, Judy, I think we touched on most of these. Uh, and if not, we'll pick that up back up uh, on the next episode. But uh, to reach out to Judy and the good folks at Crossroads Hospice, 816-333-9200. And Judy, thanks so much for being on the program. Thanks, Stephen. Happy birthday. How about that? Happy birthday. And to all of our listeners, I'm so honored that you spent part of your day with us listening to the program. Thank you so much. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.